Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, the podcast that takes your taste buds on a wild, boozy adventure. I'm Matthew Henry, your fearless cocktail guide, and I'm joined by the one and only Ben Henry, the mixology mastermind and my trusted beverage buddy. Together, we'll shake up the perfect blend of laughter, liquid wizardry, and brotherly banter. Get ready for hilarious anecdotes, mind-blowing recipes, and a whole lot of cocktail-fueled fun. Whether you're a seasoned sipper or a curious newcomer, join us on this spirited journey as we dive into the art of mixology and share our passion for all things cocktails. Cheers to giant cocktails where the drinks are giant, The laughter is contagious, and the hangovers are totally worth it. How's it going, Ben? It it just kept going. Like I (laughs) I was. Wait, are you done? (laughs) Is that is that it? (laughs) I mean, I I had some snappy comebacks like thirty seconds ago, but I I forgot them already. I I think you referred me to me as the one and only Ben Henry. I know that's not true. I'm like ungoogleable. Ungoogleable? <laughs> I'm unweb searchable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because my name is so mundane. Um, yeah, you also yeah. refer to yourself as well. You, you, by you, I mean ChatGPT. I refer to you as fearless. I know that's not true. You're just oh, like, I'm scared. You, you're a yeah, ball of anxiety. Yeah. Um, totally. Uh, let's see. I was the magical master of something. Um, uh, yeah, something in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think ChatGPT is 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 trying to get in on the show and trying to steal steal our time. That's what I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this, though. It, it didn't have the sort of, like, intern quality that it usually has. This this felt more like, um, uh, you know, first, first, you know, first job, new hire kind of yeah, guy. Like yeah. Trying to prove him or herself, itself, I guess, yeah. in this case. Uh, Although I will say that the first time I asked it to do this, it described you as my partner in crime. And I said, okay, you can't keep doing that. <laughs> Why does it keep referring to me? as it's, <laughs> You know what it is doing? It's too many web searches on Ben Henry. That's what it's doing. It's, That's right. You know, Florida yeah. man, Ben Henry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are about 17 Florida Ben Henrys. They, you know, so uh, I mean, probably just in the, in, in the panhandle, in the Jacksonville area, you know, um, Uh, And you know how those Ben Henrys can be. Anyway, how am I doing? I'm doing well. You know, it's been a week of, you know, stuff and things. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which we we might talk about in a second here. We might. We might talk about uh, stuff and things. Yeah. And, um, you know, it it was a little little rough. It was a little rough because my body uh, wasn't cooperating. You know, it was, um, I, I got sick and, uh, while all this stuff was going down and, and that wasn't pleasant, but you know, Matthew, you know what the cure to a good cold is? A hot toddy? Uh, yeah. Or six. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because it's like, you know, you, you've got a new problem. It's like, it's like Jason on the good place says, you know, there's like, if you ever have a problem, you just need a Molotov cocktail and you just <laughs> throw that and now you have new problems. That's kind of like, but yeah, they're different though, at least. 
They are different. They are different problems. That is correct. That is correct. So six hot toddies will always give you different new problems. But anyway, <laughs> uh, how are you doing? How's life? Oh, good. You know, it's got those same things going on uh, this week. You and I both had high school graduations this past weekend and uh, survived it. So yay for us. Two, three in our case, high school graduates. Yeah. It's a miracle. And and uh, so that actually leads me to my question for you today. Oh, go for it. What's your favorite slash most distinctive memory from your high school graduation? Oh. Um, you know what? I have a vague recollec- recollection that I was sick. But, I mean, my most distinctive memory... Okay, so it is actually a very memorable day for, for me. Um, I guess it's a memorable day for everybody, right? A lot of us don't know that we're going to make it to 18 and that we're going to graduate from high school. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for some of us, that's real. For some of us, it's just being a teenager. Um, but uh, my, my graduation happened to be on my birthday, my 18th birthday. So I graduated from high school and became an adult all on the same day. Uh, so that was pretty memorable. Let's see. I do remember throwing my hat into the air. Um, I and then rem- finding somebody else's hat? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I think I just picked up some other rando's hat. and yeah. I kept the tassel, but mm-hmm. threw the hat. Uh, and uh, let's see. And um, let's see. I remember taking a picture with uh, the woman who was eventually to become my wife. Yeah. And, um, you know. Uh, that's, and I only remember that cause there's a photograph that I see every day cause we still have that photograph framed and up in our right. house. So I don't know that I actually remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and, 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 uh, what I don't remember is getting blackout drunk later that night. Okay. <laughs> and that's because that didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, that was a long time ago, Matthew. I, I think all I remember is the fact that it was my birthday and, mm-hmm. uh, and we're throwing my, my hat into the air. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, I, unlike you, I don't recall a whole lot of my graduation, to be honest. Uh, I remember being there. I remember uh, wearing the red robe or whatever gown or whatever they call it. Uh, graduation gown? Gown? There's a robe. I don't know. Anyway. And uh, and then what I did, so my most distinctive memory, though, is at the, well, there's two of them now that I think about it, two. One is that my class thought it would be funny is if we each each gave the superintendent an apple when we shook their hands, you know, when they gave us the <laughs> I've seen this right? on YouTube, not of and you, so, but uh, yeah. So, you know, we went up there and every one of us gave an apple and there became this pile of apples. And so I remember, that was funny. So I remember that. And then uh, the other thing is at the very end of the ceremony, we were in the quarry at UC Santa Cruz. It's this outdoor amphitheater. Right. And, it's an amphitheater, and not an actual quarry. Like it may have yeah, once been a quarry. It was a quarry. It was they, a quarry. They turned it into point. an amphitheater. Yes, and so it has a very high wall of where they dug down deep, and so right. they're right. The backdrop is this very sheer cliff, mm-hmm. and at the top of the cliff, there's well, there's brush and trees, you know, stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And what I remember most is that brush caught on fire. Oh, and uh, and so I actually, you know, what I, I remember think I remember that. Day, yeah, the day I took my very first selfie. Was th- was that because I was trying to get a picture of me with the fire in the background as, before we had to as evacuate. one would as one yeah. would I remember that see I remember that because I was there I was at that event <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Uh, wow. See, I remember as much about your graduation as I do mine. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they tell you you're going to remember this day forever, folks. You you, you really yeah, won't. You'll just yeah. remember a couple things. I don't think mine was at the quarry. I think mine was at Cabrillo College, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I have but, no recollection of where yours was, and I assume I was there. But uh, maybe I wasn't. Maybe uh, you weren't. Uh, all right. Well, I think you know what time it is. Is it that time? It's that time. It's time. For tip, tip of, of the, the day. day. Tip of the day. Tip of the day. So the tip today is I got around thinking and I said, self, when you were starting your home bar, first you had to get rid of like the brandy that had been in there since like, you know, 1997 you had to like you know get rid of that dusty bottle of whatever it was like some like cherry brandy in right. a plastic bottle by, you by, get rid of all that yeah by in there did you mean the cardboard box on the top of your refrigerator on top of my refrigerator no cardboard box <laughs> wow. okay wow. so i'm a little classier than that oh. yeah, all right all right so so i i uh yeah so the 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 top of the refrigerator is where i kept my booze and i had to clear all that out and and then I did no idea what I should start buying. Mm. And so what I ended up doing was just, you know, looking at recipes and ended up going out and buying whatever I kind of felt like I needed uh, and just built it up over time. But that's probably not the most efficient way of doing things. And so I thought the tip of the day is when you're starting your home bar, and I'm going to ask you this. Okay. What four spirits would you start with when you're building your home bar? How about four spirits and one liqueur. Ooh. Okay. Well. Um, hmm. All right. Well, I know three of the spirits, like right off the bat, are going to be uh, bourbon, mm-hmm. um, a, a white rum. Yeah. Um, and then a um, a gin. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I would go for those, and and probably I would go with an aromatic like a like a California or other American gin rather than like a London dry gin. But but a London dry gin is also a very very solid pick. Yeah. Um, those are the first three that I would go with. Um, let's see for my fourth one. Uh, well, I know you said one liqueur. Okay, so I'm going to go with the liqueur first. I would take uh, an orange liqueur, like uh, like a Cointreau or a Grand Marnier, as my mm-hmm. liqueur. Uh, for my last spirit, ooh, wow. Um, well, there's the obvious one, but I'm not going to go with the obvious one. Okay. I'm going to go with a... Hmm. Gin. I'm gonna go with a uh, a, a dark, um, overproofed rum. Well, yes, Mr. Tiki would definitely yeah, go. Right? Yeah, with like, the yeah. Old. If you're gonna you do go. tiki drinks, you need an overproof. Yeah, rum. or if you're gonna I, just I dabble in the tropical area, yeah, you need an overproof rum. Uh, yeah. So there's so yeah, I'd, I'd have two rums, and then I'd have a gin, and I'd have. Um, I'd have a bourbon, and I feel like that would cover just a really wide gamut. It suits my palate, also because I tend to like sweeter profiles, and mm. uh, but at the same time, I can make lots and lots of different cocktails with that. Um, and 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 I'm shying away from from the bitter stuff, and and I'm shying away from you know, Mister T. 
Yeah. Well, so I'm not going to shy away from Mr. T. Okay. So I agree with you. Bourbon, rum, and gin. A white rum in my case and gin have to be in, in your home bar. I would definitely add tequila to that. So my fourth would be tequila. I would, listeners, like to point out that Ben and I, neither of us chose vodka. Okay. And uh, vodka is fine if you're in college and want to throw some, like, you know, uh, some Kool Aid powder in some water and make yourself a punch, you know, because, you know, there's a place for that, right? But you're an adult now. That is not fine. You're an adult now. It's never fine. All right. Well, I I just remember being. I mean, it gets the job. I just remember being around 21 (laughs) and enjoying a good vodka, uh, you know, Hawaiian punch rum or drink, rather. I never saw an alcoholic beverage until I was 21 years old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Says with a straight face. (laughs) And, uh, but, but, so vodka, let's just leave that one out there, guys. You can, you're better than that. You don't need vodka uh, when you're making cocktails. Uh, I don't think Ben and I, Ben and I may have had like one or two vodka drinks and we're on good, you know, what, a hundred and we've, we've done well over 200 cocktails. I'm not sure if there's been more than one or two vodka. I I don't know that there's been very many where it has been the main spirit. There might've been a couple where it was an addition. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, the thing about vodka is, is it's just really not bringing anything other than than the alcohol. And and quite honestly, to me, that actually makes vodka kind of a, a spirit that lives in the realm of, of somebody who's very, very, an ex, uh, very much an expert with with flavors. Mm-hmm. Right. So so somebody who is becoming a really strong mixologist or just already knows flavors in general and, and knows how to make those work and mix. Because usually it's the spirit that's bringing a significant portion of the flavors, and vodka doesn't do that. So, right. so to me, vodka is really kind of like a super advanced uh, spirit to have in your bar if you're interested in creating interesting cocktails. Um, and so, therefore, yeah, I wouldn't put it in my beginning bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going the opposite direction on that. I just feel like it's too boring. And it doesn't really bring a lot. And, you know, you're just drinking juice with some alcohol in it, you know. And so uh, so I, I stay away from it for that reason. Um, my liqueur, uh, you know, I think that a good Cointreau is a good, is a good uh, you know, opening liqueur for a bar. But if you're more on the bitter like you like, then I think you got to go with like an Amaro. Maybe, you know, Campari is, you know, a lot of people like that. I'm not one of them, but there are people who like Campari, but maybe a good Amaro or something that would, you know, there are some less bitter Amaros that uh, could also work. Um, so maybe consider something like that. I think, well. I think Campari or Aperol would be, yeah. I mean, Campari is going to be trendy, right? And you're going to be on trend and it's going to be, you're going to find a lot of recipes out there. You're going to find a lot of cocktails that are, that are you know, current cocktails that use it. Uh, so I, I don't think it's a bad one to have in your beginning bar, but if you want one a little bit less, like, uh, bitter than Aperol is also another one that's very, you know, uh, well-known and, uh, there's going to be- And common. There's lots of, lots of cocktail options. Exactly. Well, speaking of cocktail options, Ben, I forget who goes first this week. I want to say it's you. Uh, it is me. Because because uh, you went first last yeah. week and that's how we do this we we alternated uh, it back I don't know if anybody has figured out the rhythm but that's basically how we do it we alternate Matthew we alternate and I went first two weeks ago so I get to go first again today okay well then what are you drinking or I'm looking at your title what are you eating <laughs> <laughs> yeah y- you know Matthew I, I um. 
Well, I'm just going to get out of the way. Today, the name of my cocktail is the Bad Breakfast. And and I wish I could tell... I feel like there's a story. There, there's this. definitely a story here, and I wish I could tell you the story is is that I made a a a classic uh, hair of the dog cocktail for for a uh, the morning after, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that is not what happened here, folks. This is a story of failure. Um. I mean, at the I think the end result is is not horrible, but but it is not a cocktail that I'm super proud of or excited about. But I do want to talk about how I got here. Um, I was, you know, I was looking through a bunch of recipes, looking for inspiration, and I found a cocktail where I saw the name, and I just I got caught up in the name. And the name of the cocktail was um, uh, the the breakfast martini. Oh. And um, and and its ingredients called for gin, uh, an orange liqueur, a high a high proof orange liqueur, and um, and and lemon juice, and then to that you add a bar spoonful of marmalade, and and you know Matthew, mm-hmm. in the past I may have been one to to poo poo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna, yeah, such... this sounds a lot like lemon curd to me. That's, <laughs> that's what this sounds like. Yeah, yeah. At least it wasn't fruity pebbles, though, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I I was really intrigued by that recipe, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I I have an orange liqueur. I have all the ingredients. I always have marmalade for some reason or another. Uh, and I went to go construct the cocktail, and I didn't have any marmalade. And the fact of the matter is, Matthew, I don't like marmalade. Right mm-hmm. here, I was. I was like, I. The only reason I chose this cocktail was because of the name. And now I was like, okay, well, I really want to stick with it. I want to do that. I like the idea of doing a breakfast cocktail. And uh, but I was like, you know what? I am not going to go to the store and buy a whole giant jar of marmalade. And of course, you know, I saw these comments and I found this on on the on some website and they were talking about like how the original creator of the cocktail doesn't and like. Of course, they use a fancy marmalade, and I was like. I am not going to go spend $15 on a jar of orange jam with a bunch of like <laughs> rinds in it just to make a cocktail that 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 at the end of the day I'm going to appreciate but not like. So I just I got all in a huff for no reason whatsoever because like this is all a thing of my own creation, right? <laughs> so so here I am. Like, you know, you're the one that didn't. Have uh, I'm, yeah, I'm no angry. Else. I'm angry. Right. I'm angry. I'm right there in my kitchen and I'm yelling at the boomers and the millennials for ruining everything. <laughs> Everything's everybody's fault. And I'm like, I'm not buying marmalade. And my dog is staring at me like, what is the matter with you? Just give me some peanut butter already. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know what? I have apricot jam. And you know what I also have? As we learned from from last week, I have apricot brandy. It's a high proof brandy. You know what? I'm just going to swap out the marmalade and the orange liqueur for apricot brandy and an apricot jam. And it was an even it was a good apricot jam too. It was like something that that my wife got up in Mendocino County, you know, and it it looks like, you know, somebody hand picked it, like or hand wrote the label rather. I I hope they hand picked it. I mean, I guess machines pick those things these days. But anyway, point is I made this cocktail and it called for Here's the recipe, folks. One and a half ounces of gin, half an ounce of apricot brandy, and three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, and one bar spoon of apricot 
well, preserves. That's what they were in my case. And, okay, so you put all of these things together, and then you're supposed to, like, stir it up to kind of, like, mix up the the jam. But it just turns into these, like, little, like, I don't know, jelly beans. It looks like bad boba, you know? It looks like a boba after your kid has left it sitting in the car for three days, right? And And you're like, okay, well, maybe it'll look better after I shake it. And so then you go to shake it, and I did that, and it says, okay, now double strain this. And so I go to double strain it, and what I'm realizing is as I'm double straining it, the, the jam is kind of turned into this syrup, and, and it's actually not going through the, the, the second strainer very well. Um, and, and the end result was is that I got a super tart, um, unenjoyable cocktail. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was that's the bad breakfast. Now, I did try to salvage this, of course, and, and I had two options. And the, the options were... Um, I could add to it because I wasn't giving up at this point. There's no way I was going to switch to a different cocktail people, right? Life is too short and this is a baseball show anyway. And, and, you know, we had just, it's like, you know, as the cat's out of the bag. Now we record these episodes four days in advance, folks. So right now as I'm making this cocktail, the giants are just, you know, just like turning back into the bad giants after they've been the good giants. And so I'm just, you know, I'm like, no, I'm sticking with it. You know, I'm going to use this seven-man starting rotation come hell or high water. But I got to fix it somehow, so I'm going to put I'm going to put Sean Manea in the in the bullpen. And by that, I mean I'm either going to add um, some Saint Germain elderflower liqueur, or I'm going to add some uh, passion fruit syrup, right? To because I need something sweetened sweetener to balance the the the, the tartness from the from the lemon juice. So I went with the passion fruit preserves. So I added half an ounce of that, and I just stirred that into my already shaken cocktail. The passion fruit syrup? Sorry, yes, passion fruit syrup. And um, I will say this. Now, it definitely did balance out the tartness, which was a huge accomplishment. Um, I think something was lost because the passion fruit then became kind of like a very dominant flavor in the cocktail. But at this point, Matthew, Mm. I'm just really trying to look for something that I can swallow, you know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, but then I heard uh, now about the cocktail that you're going to be making today. And I really wish that I had chosen the St. Germain so that there would have been like more synergy to this episode. But anyway, there you have it, Matthew. That's my bad breakfast. It turned out to be okay. It's like more like okay breakfast if you add in... Uh, the passion fruit preserves. But the moral of the story is, folks, um, make sure you have all your ingredients before you start a cocktail. Yeah, well, well, that, because I'm not sure I would have enjoyed the, I, I don't know. Don't be afraid to pour something down the drain when you don't like it, which I think was the <laughs> advice we gave two weeks ago. But did I, yeah, did I follow it? Follow did I follow it? No. no, 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 whatever. But, but even, see, looking at the recipe as written, Three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice balanced by one bar spoon of apricot preserves or I guess Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is with seems like that's that doesn't seem like a very balanced. What is it with all these fancy mixologists and this these like tart lemonades that they just want everybody to drink? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's it's too much lemon. It's too much lemon. But of course if you cut back on the lemon and you're and you because your your only sweetener is, is is jam, then again you have a volume problem. So yeah, maybe that's do. what it is. Yeah. They're just like, I don't care if it's tart. I need the volume. Or they could have put like a tablespoon of preserves in there. Or right, something, right. right. I mean, more more like... preserves. Or they could have just added some simple syrup. 
But anyway, yeah. There you go. You know, they can't all be winners, uh, folks. No. Last no, week's cocktail was really good for me. And then I think, you know, the redheaded farmer was pretty good and the cocktail before that was pretty good. So so I was on a good run. So I was bound to, to you know, I was bound to pull up San Francisco Giants. <laughs> That's right. Can't all be winners, Ben. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, folks. The bad breakfast. All right. Well, I guess it's turn for my cocktail. Uh, so I, as you mentioned, uh, my cocktail has uh, a main component of elderflower liqueur. Uh, and I, I don't know where this came. This is actually an original cocktail. I'm not really sure where I got the inspiration or why I decided to go this route, but I was like, yeah, I haven't done gin in a little while. I'm going to, I'm going to do a gin cocktail. And so, uh, so this cocktail is called the Elder Flores. And, uh, you know, for the Giants fans out there, you know, it is a nod to our to our favorite bench warmer, Wilmer Flores, uh, who just hasn't been getting enough playing time, in my opinion. Uh, but it's, you know, there's a lot of deserving. He needs more to be. Yeah, he does. But there's only so many spots uh, in the lineup. And so he's been the odd man out. Uh, and we get into that at our in our other episodes. No, but we did uh, get into it. We did. We, we talked about this already yeah, on did. Monday. That's right. On Monday, we did. Yes. So uh, so anyway, it's a nod to Mr. Flores. The Elder Flores has two ounces of gin, five to six mint leaves, three quarter ounces of elderflower liqueur, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lime juice, and two dashes of Angostura bitters and uh, mint leaf for garnish. And so you're going to add the mint leaves, the elderflower liqueur, and simple syrup into a cocktail shaker and gently muddle the leaves until the juices are, or the oils of the of the mint leaves are expressed. And, uh, and then you're going to add the remaining ingredients with ice and shake until well chilled. You're going to double strain that into a chilled coupe glass and garnish it with a mint leaf. And it comes out kind of a, a muted orange because of the Angostura bitters. Uh, I know that because I originally made it without Angostura bitters, and I felt like it was too much of one note, and so I added the bitters to, to, to bring something, some depth to it, as we talked about last week. Uh, and uh, you know, I think you know, you talk about the egg, all can't be winners. Um, this one is good. I like it. I'm still not sure it's a finished product. I feel like maybe it's missing something, uh, but it's got a little. It's got just enough sweetness in there to counteract the the tartness of the of the lime juice. Uh, it's got a little bit of a of a, a sour note at the very end, kind of almost Campari like uh, at the very end, but not not overpowering. Just it's there, and, uh, and so it's it's um yeah it's it's a distinct cocktail definitely. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually enjoying it right now, but I, I feel like maybe there's something else that could be done with this that could add a little bit more of a layers of complexity. But uh, but there's a lot going on there as it is, so I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I, I, I actually, when it comes down to it, I am enjoying it. I do like it. Uh, I like the the mintiness uh, with um, a little bit of the Angostura. Um, you know, uh, undertones and, uh, the gin is a floral California gin from young and yonder. And it's actually young and yonder makes a 100 proof gin. So it packs a little bit of punch there. And so maybe if I went with an 80 proof floral gin, it would be a little bit more muted. Uh, but overall 
I, I'm actually happy with how this, uh, this cocktail turned out. So that is the Elder Flores. Elder Flores. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is basically a gimlet um, that you've added mint and elderflower to along with the bitters. I think if I were you, I would try subtracting the bitters and the mint and then maybe try going with a more spicy gin, like or a more junipery gin. Um and then uh and and then and then seeing, you know, and then play around with adding some mint back in or the bitters back in and uh and then maybe taking some steps from there because uh yeah, I mean, because like you said, I, I think there is already a lot going on here, um, and I wonder if maybe the the bitters and the mint is sort of overpowering the elderflower, and maybe you could, or maybe you could even pull back on the gin a little bit and just go elderflower, and then I think we're talking about a cocktail that is actually a real cocktail. Mm. But I don't okay, know. let's see. Play around with the mm-hmm. with the the ratios. I yeah, that could be something to do. Like one and a half ounces of gin, and maybe a full ounce. Of full elderflower ounce of elderflower. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then uh, maybe even pull back on the lime a little bit because I think you got enough volume at that point um, and, and you wouldn't need as much to, to balance the, hmm. the sour. So, yeah, I don't know. I would start, try subtracting first before then and then go adding back in. But, um, hmm. you know, I, I think, yeah, I think this cocktail just needs a little bit of tweaking, unlike mine. <laughs> well, I also felt like, um, you know, maybe Scott, you know, from Twitter could, uh, you know, he, he's he, he's been trying my my cocktails the last couple times mm-hmm. and tweeted at us this time that there was a lot going on or there was a lot of yeah, uh, um, and uh, and I agree yeah. yeah there was a lot well you know uh, sometimes more is so more I'm, Scott. I'm all about the ingredients Scott so you know try this one see how you, see if you like yeah it. sometimes more um, is more Scott yeah really impressed though that you had like all the ingredients for, for last week's Holy Schmidt, by the way. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today for our two lovely cocktails, the Bad Breakfast and the Elder Flores. Remember, you can always find us on the social medias, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Mastodon. Uh, as Matthew just indicated, we are happy to uh, to interact with you if you tweet at us so please do so um what's even more fun is leaving a comment and a like on apple podcasts it's so exciting yes and it'll make you feel good that's right you do it it'll too. make you feel good and it'll make us feel well if you leave a bad review it'll make us feel sad but if you leave a good review it'll make us feel good but either way we'll be excited uh, but please do so because it really does help the show. And on that note, it's been lovely sharing our uh, okay cocktails this week with you. Um, we'll see you all again on Monday when we go back to talking about the San Francisco Giants while drinking these bad cocktails. Hopefully we'll be talking about the good Giants as we drink these bad cocktails. And with that note, Matthew, it's been wonderful. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time. 
Bottoms Up.